stress is always outside of us, right? Mm-hmm. It's always something that's outside of us, but we internalize it. So it mm-hmm. becomes so much our stress. You know, the job is stressful, so I am stressed. But actually, it's your reaction to stress that is um, what's making you feel like the job is stressful. But someone else in the same exact job could not, might not be feeling the same stress. So your reaction to the external environment is what's really causing the stress. So to your, to your point, is this, is this stopping people from connecting to their authentic self? Welcome to Soulful Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. So how, how's the change been from for you during the move then? I just feel like everything uh, like around me is collapsing. <laughs> like yeah. Literally at home, like I'd hold a handle to a door, it would break. The floor <laughs> is cracking. I'm like, what's happening? Like this house is pushing us out, literally. Mm. And I really believe in this energy. Like there's so much happening in this house and it feels like a lot is falling apart around me Mm. i've never been in a more chaotic situation but (laughs) anyway i hope this is a sign for a good Mm. change yeah Mm. and how's that how's that showing up internally for you as you're seeing this kind of more chaotic energy happening in your house as you move oh god emma you're gonna get me emotional now (laughs) (laughs) we we go deep on this podcast (laughs) Um, a lot of processing, honestly, because I'm I'm the kind of person who's usually very much in control of my situation, my routine, my habits. And when things fall off, I go into a whole space of judgment and uh, learning new things about myself. And I don't know, a lot of growth, I would say. But it's mm. it's a scary space because mm. it, it does it's outside the comfort zone. It's change. Mm. It's, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a bit scary if I must be so honest. Do you think that that fear and that uncomfortableness of being outside of your comfort zone, do you feel that that's necessary right now for you and for this expansion? I hope so. Yes. Mm. Because it's been going on for a while for me, honestly, like this constant over the past year. And I guess many people also have experienced it, but there was so many changes in my life. And I keep Mm. feeling like I'm being pushed to even think about something different and more and uh, push more and think outside the box, be more creative, stop falling into the traps and then I fall into traps and then I, I think outside the box and it's just it's just this continuous poking and provoking mm, and hopefully it's almost like this point. kind of unbalanced sense as well going on I, I feel it as well I'm completely yes. in the same boat with you on this one 
Yes, totally. Yesterday I had just a crazy dream and I'll just mm. share it because I feel like it really speaks a lot to my situation. And I literally dreamt that I was looking up to the sky and I could see the sun and the moon right next to each other. And I was looking, I'm like, whoa, the sun and the moon right next to each other. Mm. And then the sun st stood still and the moon started to rotate very quickly. <laughs> And for me, that that kind of when I woke up and I was trying to reflect on that, it was, you know, the moon is all about the feminine energy and chaos and lack of structure and flow. And the sun is all about, you know, masculine, steady structure. And I was really thinking, wow, this is what I'm experiencing now, you know, trying mm -hmm. to find balance between flowing and being steady. But it feels like my feminine energy is just very strong now that I just want to flow and go crazy and in chaos and drop the structure to hell with the structure and with the process. And that's really not easy, really mm. not easy for me. So, yeah, it's a beautiful journey, but it's not an easy one to to mm. accept that, you know, chaos is as healthy as steady structure and process. Right. Mm -hmm, of <laughs> how are you finding as someone who, who does like to control how are you finding that you're able to feel secure and safe in this environment to allow yourself to let go what things have you been practicing to help you do that you know I guess a lot of affirmations as in mm -hmm. just reminding myself that um, it is okay to to be in, in a flow. It's just because I lived for years in a structure, in a system, in a corporate world, and now suddenly saying to myself, just flow and go easy and do what you feel is right. There's no Monday, there's no nine to five, there's no reason to wake up at this time. It's just reaffirming to myself that I'm a human being and not a product of a system. So it's just kind of reaffirming that to myself. Uh, but I really find that it is kind of reprogramming your mind. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to work on. But it is a lot of reprogramming because it's reprogramming years of school. Wake up at this time, follow a structure, system, go up that ladder and suddenly saying chaos. I'm free <laughs> to flow in whatever way I want to. And I'm so OK with that. That's really hard. So it's really a system and mindset update that I feel is the most important thing personally for me to work on right now. Mm, and that does, makes sense. Yeah. there's a lot of resistance there because I can see in your energy, you've just, oh. you've got that, you've got that, you've got that flow. Like when I speak to you, you've got that feminine energy really, mm. really there and, it, and you can, you can feel it, but there's, it's always that resistance. I, I recognize that as well. And I think a lot of people will, because it's not just what we've been, experienced in our life it's years of conditioning to live this way so when that resistance comes up it's it's in your sense reaffirming those things what I can hear from you there is that reaffirming and do you find that it's more of a thing that happens over time that allows you to kind of go from this more masculine energy to more this feminine approach to your life is it that consistency I think it's that consistency and practice. I'll give a small example. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been so used to doing a structured to-do list for not even the past 10 years, for the past 20 years. Like even in school, I would have, you know, on this day, study this. And like I was so mm -hmm. structured. And just saying, dropping the to-do list 
and moving into a system where um, it's just bubbles. It's just, you know, work on social media and let's see what comes up tomorrow. So I think uh, finding new systems that support you in flowing Uh, Mm -hmm. is what is important for me that will allow me to do it over the long run. But the systems that we've been using put us in a structure. So for me now, it's really, can I find new systems, like a new way to write a to-do list, a new Mm -hmm. way to wake up and feel uh, like instead of waking up and saying, today I'm doing this, 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 just saying, what do I feel like doing today? So recreating new systems that allow you to flow and yes, I think that takes a lot of time to re- redo the systems, as in create new systems, abide by abide by the new flowing systems, and be okay with it and and see the benefit of it. That takes a lot of time. Mm. Um, but yeah, a... with a bit carry on. Yes, with a bit of structure, <laughs> you can flow. <laughs> it's funny. It's like having this. I know. It's it's kind of like that that dream. It's this the sun is like the yes. center of this this kind of structure, but you flowing around that structure, which is important, I think. And I, was, I had this question just come of me. Like, do you have and do you think a lot of people have that fear of letting go? Have that fear yes. of of saying no to the structures that maybe once served them or that have been around in society for a long time? Is there a lot of fear in that? Is there a lot yeah. of stress that's created from that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of fear. And, you know, more than just fear, I think physically, personally, I speak for myself, I've been wired. So mm-hmm. even if mentally I'm I'm aware and I know that this is not serving me and I want to move forward, physically, my body wakes up sharp at a certain time, expects me to be sitting on a desk with a laptop open and working. So if I don't do that, my body gets into stress because mm-hmm. my body is like, uh, why aren't you working? Mm-hmm. That you should be working at this time. So so the, I think the fear is there, but it's also a physical, real um, construct that also physically needs to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's also beyond the mental fear. Um, it's rewiring our physical system and our habits. Mm. And that takes a lot of practice and a, and a lot so of things. And I can see yeah. how as you're moving into this new kind of phase of actually beginning to like decondition yourself from these old structured ways of living, you're also looking at exploring different things for for your work and what you want to talk about and what you want to, Mm -hmm. how you want to show up. So could you give us a little, Mm -hmm. little bit of background of how you're wanting to show up and how you're wanting to deliver your, your message right now? Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely growing. And over the past few months, I've always knew that I wanted to work with people who faced uh, experiences that I have, which is mm. being in the corporate world or being in um, whatever kind of busy professional environment that sets you to be successful in a certain way, let's just say. Um, and along the way, you face a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of burnout, and you could get stuck there for the rest of your life <laughs> if you don't do something about it. Mm. So a lot of the work I'm doing now is using my experience uh, in being stressed in the corporate world and turning that into a positive conversation, into how we could use that to actually um, 
to uh, to be our authentic selves, how we could use that to grow, how could we, we could use that to push ourselves towards something better. Mm. So this is kind of the angle that I'm taking and I feel just so needed right now to to use stress more positively and look at stress more positively. And yeah, that's mm. what I'm excited to dig deeper into. <laughs> mm. I, I really love this perspective. I resonate with it a lot. And I think some people might be listening and say, what do you mean stress is positive? How can right. stress be a good thing? And from your understanding of stress, how do you talk about it in a way that is a positive conversation that allows you to use stress as this thing that helps you to move forward with your life? How do you shift that conversation? And what is that conversation about? Yeah, um, so I could start by saying that stress is our teacher, in a way. Mm. Um Okay, so just to to clarify that I'm also a yoga and meditation teacher, there is a bit of spirituality that could come into this. And if we think of ourselves as a human body, but also a spirit, you know, the spirit, which is, you know, the real reason why we're here on this earth, Mm. uh, wants to talk to us, wants to kind of knock on our door and say, hey, you're on the right path or no, this is not right. Uh, pay attention there, wake up, do something different. This doesn't feel right. And for me, you know, the spirit talks to us through the body and stress is one of the tools that it uses to kind of uh, trigger you and show Mm. you when things are off balance. Mm. So if we look at it spiritually, really it's this experience of you... um, kind of looking and assessing your life to say, am I on the right path or not? So in this way, stress becomes your guide. It becomes, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, Uh, my body's trying to tell me something here. This feeling that I'm getting is guiding me, is opening my eyes towards something. Um, Oh, I need to pay attention to something new. So in this way, stress can be good Mm -hmm. in a way that it can trigger you to open your mind towards something new. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I would say. Uh, But another thing is, you know, stress can be good in the sense that it also wakes you up to get going and moving and doing things about your life. Mm. So without stress, you actually end up just being okay with everything around you, right? And just feeling like, yeah, this is good enough. So stress can also push you to a point which is healthy to say, get the hell up, get moving, do something about this. Uh, You've got this, you know, it's this positive Mm -hmm. stress that you feel right before a big presentation or before a date or whatever it is. When you have something exciting coming, the stress kind of makes sure that you're going to show up as your best self. So in Mm -hmm. a way, it's also pushing you to to be fully you, to prepare, to be confident and uh, yeah, to show up with your high energy, basically. Mm, I love that. What I'm kind of hearing from that is it's almost like this momentum that it gives right. you to, to go forward. And I love what you put in one of your your blogs, which is like stress is like this alarm system that right. is there to remind you. So it's kind of having this balance of enabling it to show you where to go, but also how do we not just get stuck in it? How do we not just allow stress to take over? Because I think that kind of, how do we incorporate that into the positive conversation around stress? Because a lot of the time people will maybe tip that balance and fall into 
just stress taken over their lives. Yeah, definitely. That is really important. And I would say, you know, as anything, uh, like the step number one is awareness. Mm -hmm. You know, me being aware and understanding what is stress and how it's affecting my life. Who am I under stress, right? So when I, Jana, am in stress, uh, these are the things that I experience. This is how I behave. This is how my body feels. I get a headache. I feel fatigue in the morning. I have some digestive, digestion issues. Uh, mentally, I start to overthink. So me just being aware of that starts to make stress more friendly, as in I understand this. I, mm. I know what's happening, right? And then from there, you know, you can start to do something about it. But as long as at least in my experience as well, as long as you are just living day by day uh, under the symptoms of stress, but not naming the issue as stress, you know, just saying, I have a headache. Why do you have a headache? Just saying, I feel tired all the time. Why do you feel tired all the time? You know, just naming the symptoms is not enough, but linking mm -hmm. them to say, I am stressed and this is why I'm stressed, and this is how stress is affecting me, then you can get out of stress. So just to share with you, Emma, actually, I had a whole year in my life where I had a chronic headache, mm -hmm. as in wake up every day and take at least two or three pills of painkillers. Literally, mm -hmm. I'm not kidding, for a whole year. And I've, I saw so many doctors, and you know, every doctor would say, uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Different like digestion uh, mm. doctors, uh, sinus issues. I thought I have allergies, like all kinds of issues. <laughs> Ticked everything off until I went as far as doing an MRI. And the doctor literally, uh, a neurosurgeon looked at me and told me, Jana, you're just under stress. It's stress. <laughs> and once he named it, mm. and once he said, this is stress, things start to shift for me. Because mm. then I realized oh God, this is stress. Mm. But the thing is, we forget um, stress becomes our new normal. And we think that this is life. Mm. I'm the person with a headache. I'm the person who wakes up tired. I'm the person who is always angry and anxious. So we think that this is normal. So mm. stop, name it, assess it. What is the root cause? And from there, change starts to happen. Mm, I think that's such a central thing to say because we, we walk around. <laughs> Actually, I, I was so much like this as well. I would walk around and just be like, oh, I'm so stressed. This is stressing me. But it just becomes something to talk about. It's almost yeah. like this conversation that people enjoy at the pub on a Friday or right. on their lunch break. And I love what you're doing here. You're shifting that conversation and saying, stop making these things seem like they're just part of a dinner conversation as something right. to make us have a connection over you know how can we shift this to really make this more of okay you're feeling that way but why are you feeling that way do you think a lot of people hmm. maybe don't link the two because they're scared to go into what the root cause is of that I think a lot of people unfortunately yes they they first of all they ignore the feeling for a very long time until mm. it be they go into burnout as in two three years pass of that 
headache and I'm just stressed and I'm just tired and I have a hundred intolerances to all kinds of food and Mm -hmm. you know all of these physical symptoms and they just ignore it because they are uh, in a way not major as in they're just the daily things that didn't push you yet to (laughs) seek support but unfortunately uh, there, there will be a tipping point which comes after two, three years of this chronic stress, like day-to-day mini dosages of stress. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, until one day you see this very healthy person on the outside and God forbid, but all of a sudden they have a heart attack and people say, how come he had a heart attack? He used to work out. He was very healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you look at uh, the day-to-day life, it's this constant small dosages of stress that have been ignored, constant small headaches, small issues, that have been ignored until something pushes you off the cliff to say, please seek support. So yes, many people do ignore it. And yeah, it's because it's not as alarming uh, maybe in the moment or you get just get stuck in the day-to-day life. And one other thing is that people don't realize how much potential they will gain if they actually free themselves from the stress at least that was with me right Mm. I didn't realize how much it was holding me back uh, like that I was actually ignoring it it was actually holding me back a lot and when I actually started to live you know a bit more in control of my stress I felt like wow so much potential could come from that Mm. and we don't realize that we think that life is supposed to be that way but I'll tell you now, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost what I'm hearing here. It's almost this, the rejection of these emotions that we deem as negative. So in in quotation marks is not enabling us to show up as our whole self is not enabling to us to show up as our authentic self. Right. hundred percent. Exactly. So yeah, we get trapped in, in an illusion of expectations and you should be doing this and you see like you said you see everyone around you is is the same right Mm -hmm. everyone's complaining about the same thing everyone is working overnights everyone is just uh, you know using uh different addictions and extremes to cope whether it's drinking smoking and drugs and you name it so everyone's doing it so you start to feel like yeah, this is this is normal. And mm. you forget to connect your true self because you start to compare yourself to others and you live your life based on what you feel the outside world is telling you is just normal. Mm. And do you think that, say, for example, people might hear this and they say, well, I can't help but be stressed because I've got a job that means I have to work nights. I can't help but be stressed. I have children that are up all night. Do you think these placements of our attention in our external environment is just a rejection of going into the self, of going within and actually beginning to heal in the root cause of these things that are actually actually making the stress come to the surface? Hmm. I think that's a very interesting question. Um, I mean, what's definite is that stress is always outside of us, right? Mm. It's always something that's outside of us, but we internalize it. So it Mm -hmm. becomes so much our stress. You know, the job is stressful, so I am stressed. But actually, it's your reaction to stress that is um, what's making you feel like the job is stressful. But someone else in the same exact job could not, might not be feeling the same stress. So your reaction to the external environment is what's really causing the stress. So to your, to your point, is this, 
Is this stopping people from connecting to their authentic self? Is that what you're saying, Emma? Yeah, so, so almost yeah. like this, when we place all these attention and are kind of almost in, in excuses of, I'm stressed because of this, right. rather than saying, okay, what's really going on within here? Is it that yeah. fear to go there? Is it that reluctance and resistance to go there? Exactly. Like we always externalize stress. Like I hate the job or I can't stand this relationship or I hate this country. I just want to change. If I change, everything will be perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. If I move and I, I, I have uh, my dream job, then everything will be perfect. Right. Rather than saying, uh, let me sit, meditate, reflect, work with a therapist, do some healing and actually figure things out. Um, and honestly, like tapping onto this point, I really believe that um, releasing stress is not about changing your environment. Although sometimes, you know, there could be situations where the root cause is the job and there needs to be something done there. But a lot of times it's about you changing how you're reacting to the environment. And that's what I meant in terms of stress is outside, Mm. right? But you could change how you are reacting to the outside environment. Mm. And that's where a lot of the self-healing and self-growth comes into place. Mm. It's almost like shifting your perception of how you observe and take on this situation. Because I think there's a lot of, there's always going to be challenges in our life, but it's how we observe them and perceive them that help us move through them with more ease, I guess. Exactly. Like seeing things from a new eye, seeing things from a new perspective, seeing even the job. And I I say job because I know many people are in jobs that they feel stressed Mm. about. It's actually one of the number one causes uh, for stress is, you know, career. Um, And, you know, seeing the job as something uh, so painful, um, whereas you could see it as, you know, how can I learn from this? Uh, How can I move through this? What do I like about this job? Uh, How can I use this to grow into something new? So there's definitely a, a lot that can be done just through a shift of perspective. And I share this from experience because... Um, my last three years in corporate, I was teaching yoga on the side. I was like really on this journey of healing mm-hmm. and spirituality. And a lot of people would tell me, why didn't you leave your job yet? Like, why are you still here? Leave the job, teach yoga, travel the world, you know, all of that. And I never left because, you know what, I had financial commitments and I needed the job. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't ready to say no uh, to kind of a consistent, um, uh, safe uh, job. I wasn't ready for that. But I learned a lot along the way because I really learned that when you have, when you're strengthening your inner spirit, when you're strengthening your body and your mind to show up every day at work with a positive attitude to show up uh, knowing that there's something bigger for you to show up um, knowing that there's a lot of things you can do to support your health and well-being Mm. the job starts to become just something you do to Mm. kind of support you in life it stops being a stressor it starts being something that's supporting you that's lifting you up in a way Um, so yeah I, I really think you can shift uh, your experience uh, in terms of your external environment. Definitely mm. believe in that. Mm. Yeah. I think that's I think that's super important. And I love what you said there about 
even in that job that you do find stressful, it's okay to allow yourself to still be in that environment. But by changing your internal world, you were able to show up in that job with with more ease, with more ability to not get so attached to the state of it being stressful for the difficulty. So when you're going through this process, what was that decided moment where you were like, actually, okay, now I'm ready to move forward? Because, of course, it's although you're kind of creating this space for yourself with your, you know, managing your internal world and showing up to this job still, it still wasn't representing what your true self wanted, what your authentic self wanted. So when does that transition happen and why is it important to also make that transition if it's not serving you? Yeah, thank you for that. You know, I'm a very, like by nature, I'm a very realistic person, as in I'm a dreamer, but I'm also very grounded in the sense of, you know, I need to make money to survive. I have responsibilities. I have a lot of family responsibilities. I need to save money and to make money and all of that. So I made sure that I'm not stepping outside of my life responsibilities to go and live the yoga life and, mm. uh, you know, live, which I, I don't think anything's wrong with that. But mm. that was my decisions to kind of not escape my Mm -hmm. life so that I can gain joy and happiness. Um, And that's why I stayed in in corporate for a long time. And I stayed, and I am still in a way, a very hardworking woman and someone who's very kind of uh, enjoys and likes kind of finding the structure and and business growth and uh, stability and um, connection to, uh, to, to doing things in the right way rather than just flowing all the time. But there came a point where I just felt like that wasn't serving me on a higher level anymore. Like it was almost stopping me from growing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when that point happened that I felt that it was starting to stop me. So it was stopping my creativity. It was stopping my growth, actually. It was stopping me from dreaming bigger, right? It was stopping me from seeking new opportunities. That's Mm -hmm. when I felt, okay, now's the time to to go to take the step forward but as long as it was actually supporting me and i was able to do a lot on the side it was okay mm. but there came a point where it was no longer the case and i knew that i felt it deep within me that leaving corporate meant new opportunities it didn't feel a fearful or like i'm escaping from corporate or i'm escaping from my responsibilities anymore mm. also creating space for that for something else new to come in. Exactly, exactly. Uh, mm. Opening new spaces for things to come in. Mm. Yeah, so it felt right, I would say. <laughs> and do you see yourself going through a similar shift right now? Is there so, like this idea of creating some space for, for more opportunities for yourself to come in? Yeah, I think I'm definitely still on this journey. I am definitely still young in this journey and uh, um, I am still creating space and I'm learning how to create a space in this new environment. Like we started our conversation, you know, how in the space where I can flow, right? And But there is still structure. How can mm-hmm. I still open up to new opportunities and not fall again into a trap of following the system and following a structure and expectations basically mm, it's, so it's, it's an difficult. ongoing journey it's difficult to navigate oh my God. for sure <laughs> it's so difficult and you know emma uh, 
like when we talk about stress and burnout, actually a lot of it has to do with ego mm. and your ego to, to do more and your ego to be successful and uh, to, to be as good as, you know, someone you're comparing yourself to and for people to be proud of you and to show that I've done this and done that. Oh, and yeah. that causes stress and anxiety. So burnout is very much linked to ego. And when we let go of that, when we kind of break down our ego and say, you know, what is success anyway? What does it mean for me to be happy anyway? Who said that this is what joy is? Then you start to say, okay, now I can deal with stress in a healthy way because I'm more authentic to myself. So breaking away from the system and from our ego to always succeed in a certain way and living our authentic selves, uh, true to our authentic selves is kind of a very important aspect of dealing with stress. Mm. And how can someone recognize they're in that ego space? So what are some of those symptoms of that stress that come through and they're in that space how can someone recognize it because I know there's also this understanding of awareness but what about if you don't have that awareness yet how can you begin to recognize that I think it's taking time to ask yourself really some deep questions right uh you could be very successful but you know asking am I successful at the right thing um, asking yourself, you know, is this success actually bringing me joy? Do mm -hmm. I feel happy in my body? Uh, do I feel uh, joyful when I wake up in the morning or am I resenting the day? So a lot of people who I know are very successful, you know, from a corporate perspective or career perspective, they wake up every day with anxiety. Their heartbeat mm. is fast. They feel like I hate my day. I don't want to do this. But then they're still going and going. So really, really taking time to reflect and ask yourself those questions in terms of, are you really happy? I think it's as, really as simple as that. Mm -hmm. And I know it could be hard to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's such a difficult question because it's also in lots of different areas. They might say, I'm not happy at my work, but that happiness is happening in my social life because I've got more money. And But yeah. at the end of the day, I think true happiness is really, can you show up? in all areas of your life, just unapologetically as yourself. And if you, you're not able to do that, is, is that true happiness? Well, what about you? Yeah. What's your perception of what does true happiness really feel like? And how do you embody that? Yeah, I think it, it really goes back to living true to your values, to living true to, to, um, to your vision, to your vision of, mm. of who you want to be as a person and the legacy that you want to leave behind you on mm. on your last day on earth you know would would you be happy would you be satisfied would you say that i was true to myself that i lived based on my values that i spoke my truth i lived my truth um yeah i think it's it's a lot of that at least for now i hope to reach <laughs> a point where happiness is just being in the present moment and totally. not even caring about that but yeah just to <laughs> stay there so I want, I want to wrap up just with a, with a question that is, I think would be really good is how can we begin to encourage people to start having these positive conversations around stress? What are some of the things that we can start to implement just in our day to day lives and with our friends to actually shift this conversation and see stress not so much as this negative thing, but allow it to be a part of our journey and the direction of our journey? Yeah, I would say, you know, start by not accepting 
you know, that stress is normal. You know, don't accept that this is okay, that, oh, this is part of life. This is how it should be. So start by saying, no, yeah, I want to take time to really assess how stress is affecting me. I want to take time to make a whole list of how stress makes me feel in my body, in my mind, in my spirit, how it's stopping me. I want to take time to to notice uh, what areas in my life are causing me stress and then what can I do about those? How can I expand them? How can I grow more in, in them? How can I uh, become a better version of myself in those areas? Mm-hmm. So really not not accepting that stress is normal and uh, not, not accepting that, you know, how you feel if that's something that's really draining you is okay. And standing up to that and saying, I'm going to do something about it. Because I know that it's it's not as easy as, you know, I wake up and I'm going to shift my stress around. You know, sometimes it requires support. It requires a lot of habit changing. It requires anchoring yourself in a new way, finding new anchors, new things to rely on. It's It's a lot of hard work. So Step number one, stand up, say I'm aware and I'm going to do something about it and be in charge, be in control of your life. Mm. And what are some things, yeah. as you said there, those anchors and those those habits, what can people put into their morning to actually really help? Because I think the morning is sets the foundations for the day. So what are some things that people can do at that time to try and relieve the stress of the day that they might be experiencing? Yeah, I really like this idea of anchors because we all have anchors. And unfortunately, many of us have unhealthy anchors. You know, we we go to the cigarette to relieve stress. Uh, We go to to, uh, drink alcohol or for drugs or whatever unhealthy habits that feel like they're releasing stress and probably they are in the moment, but over the long run, they're really not helping. So how I like to think about it is upgrade your anchors, right? So Mm -hmm. really you want anchors that are going to push you forward, that are going to just make you feel like you're more in charge of your life. And in the morning, for me, it's really finding space to wake up before everyone else does. (laughs) So really waking up really early is it's really important so that you have space and time to start focusing on yourself before you're focusing again on the external world, right? Before you're jumping into the job and social mm. life and relationships, taking the time in the morning to say me time, whether it's through journaling, meditating, breathing exercises, movement and yoga, whatever it is for you, just booking at least an hour where it's just you. It's not mm. the phone. It's not the laptop. It's not what's coming for the day. It's just me taking care of me. And I always like to think of body, mind, spirit. So moving your body, having a healthy breakfast, journaling to kind of drop things out from the mind or meditating. And then when it comes to spirit, you know, uh, looking at the big picture. Again, those questions, am I happy? You know, how is this serving me? What can I do more about my life? What's the vision? Am I living my true purpose? So just asking yourself these big big questions so that you become the CEO of your life in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. The, the master, the master uh, of, of your life. So take mm-hmm. that time in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the morning routine is been central to my whole it's like, everything. everything else going on in the spiritual space. It's like the morning routine has been a greater saver for, for me. It's everything. It's mm-hmm. everything. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Gives you that peace that you can always go back to, right? Exactly. Honestly, it it just grounds you and it allows you to feel like you're in control and 
that mm. um yeah you kind of become your own therapist <laughs> you kind of <laughs> yeah you have like this moment every day to say i'm going to sit with myself and talk to myself mm. and i'm going to solve and process and deal with things before i jump into another day so yeah it's like your own therapy and i really mm. believe that you can do your own therapy of course i'm not undermining the amazing <laughs> roles the therapists do but this continuous process of showing up for yourself first is such an important part of growth definitely 100% 100% so if people are interested in learning some more about what you do and working with you and getting involved in your community where can they find you and is there anything important or big that you're doing right now that people can connect with Thank you, Emma. Before before I jump into that, do you mind if I read something short? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I I felt like this is very relevant. It's it's yeah, a short. Yeah, of course, my love. Thank you. It's a short poem, actually. Mm, oh, I love called, poetry. Me too, and it's called autobiography in five short chapters. And I feel like it's really very relevant. So I'm gonna read through it. It's not mm. too long. No, no, go for it. I'm looking forward to this. Great. So. Let me say the author is Portia Nelson. And it says, chapter one, I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am hopeless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Chapter two, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It takes a long time to get out. Chapter three. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it there. I still fall in. It's a habit, but my eyes are open. I know where I am. It's my fault. I get out immediately. <sighs> Chapter four. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter five. I walk down another street. Mm, I love yeah. that what a beautiful metaphor what does that speak yeah. what does that speak to you yeah it's this idea that you know we, we're here to learn from our mistakes and we're here to learn from every challenge and every challenge mm. that comes up in our life whether it's through stress anxiety or any other different traumatic experience are there to push us to learn and to grow but there comes a point you know we spoke about chronic stress where it's time for you to stand up and say, it's time for me to take another street. It's time for me to shift directions. And this is how I believe stress can be, you know, your anchor or your compass in, in your life to say, hey, you've done this before. It's been a year. This headache is not going anywhere. There's mm. something more essential that you need to do. Take a different direction. Yeah, mm, I think that was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, that really thank resonated you. with me as well. So thank you. Yeah, and I think a lot of people... You will be able to see themselves in that in that beautiful metaphor so to speak and that, so thank you for sharing that so wh where can people where can people find you thank you so so you can find me at tune in with jana right on social media or through my website and i offer coaching for stress and anxiety especially for busy professionals who are stuck in the rat race who just feel hopeless and overwhelmed i've been through that experience so please uh, get in touch i'm here to support you and i'm offering um a free um three steps to a stress-free life which you can download a series of videos and workbooks and just get started and dig deep into how stress is affecting your life so you can be that master of your life. 
Mm, I, I yeah. love that. Um, all Thank of you, you will be able to find those in the show notes. So if you head down there. So we just wrap up with one final question. And you know the drill with this one because you've been on my podcast before. And that's to share a message from your soul. So whatever comes up intuitively for you right now. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot to prepare for that one. I should have known. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I know. I know you don't like me to prepare. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, I guess it would be really to... If you're someone who's passing through stress or passing through tough, challenging time in your life, it's just know that this is how it's meant to be for you to to go to the next step, for you to grow into your next potential. This is a gift that has been sent to you, a teacher that you can use uh, to, to dig deep into your soul and to find your truth. So see it in a positive way and um, allow it to fuel you towards your potential. Mm, I love that one that was beautiful and I just want to honor you for the work that you do because I think you're such a beautiful person I just love your energy from the moment that I met you so I'm so honored to have you back as a guest and and thank you for going for this approach because I think this is a really important topic that needs to be out there and spoken about so thank you for shifting the conversation and showing up in the way that you do Thank you for inviting me, Emma. As usual, I love having those unexpected, flowy <laughs> chats. So thank you for pushing me outside my comfort zone to just show show up as I am and share my experience. And mm. lots of love to you and all the work you do as well. Thank you, my love. See you later. Thank you. See you, guys. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.